Hello and welcome to Sunday Messages with Fairmount Friends Church. We're so glad that you are joining us. You can find out more on www.fairmountfriendschurch.org. Here's Pastor Brock Meyer. Good evening, family. Tonight marks the night of what we celebrate as Good Friday. It's the night that we recognize in the Christian faith when Jesus goes to the cross, lays down his life for all of mankind to free us from sin. The mindset of God, the the heartbeat of Jesus is really where we direct our thinking tonight. For Campus Life, we filmed a session where we talked about the power of the wild and wonderful cross. We're going to go to that video right now and show you this clip. And we just pray that your Good Friday would be full of the focus of Jesus, the heart of God, the burden of the cross, and yet the hopefulness of the redemption of mankind. Today is kind of a heavy day because it's the day that Jesus died. But yet we go to bed hopeful, knowing that Sunday is coming. The grave ultimately will be empty. Enjoy this conversation as we look at the wild and wonderful cross. We're now fixing our eyes on Jesus, the one who says that he's come to give us life, But in order to give us this life, it came at a pretty heavy cost. To give us life, he had to give his life. And now we want to go on this journey to the cross to dive into some serious scriptures of what it took for Jesus to go to the cross. He spends this time with his disciples. He calls them in together and they go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And while he's there, he's betrayed by his own guys. I feel like many times I'm like that disciple where I just betray Jesus. I choose other things to be interested in. I choose other pursuits with my life. And here when the Roman army is coming after Jesus, they're going to arrest Jesus. They hate Jesus. His disciples could stand for him, but instead they flee. They then take a hold of Jesus, the Roman soldiers. They They're off to do this illegal trial, and it was illegal from the beginning. It's in the middle of the night, and they're going to accuse Jesus of all kinds of blasphemy and betrayal and and, uh, saying that He is this God. And, And we want to dive into some scriptures here and start to see the way that Jesus went to the cross. In John chapter 18 and verse 12, says a detachment of soldiers with their commander the Jewish officials they arrested Jesus and they bound him and this is Jesus after enduring hours of prayer in the garden of Gethsemane he had been praying so intensely it says that that he began to sweat drops of blood there were actually capillaries in his brain that began to explode with the intensity the, the Garden of Gethsemane means the oil press, that he was being squeezed here, we see in this moment. He's got to walk two and a half miles back into town. 
uh, bound together after having this sleepless night. And now he's going to be put on trial. In Matthew chapter 27 and verse 1, it says, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. At this point in time, Jesus is now going to be examined by Pontius Pilate, who was one of the rulers of the day. And in Mark chapter 14, it says, They all condemned Jesus as worthy of death. Then some began to spit on him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and they said, Prophesy! And then the guards began to beat him. The beating was so intense and it went all night long and Jesus endured such hardship in his own physical body of what he was enduring. Pontius Pilate wasn't able to make the decision on putting someone to death, so he sends him to King Herod. And so now after Jesus had sweat blood, he's been beaten, he's had this illegal trial from the Sanhedrin, he now has to be sent to King Herod. In Mark chapter 15, it says, Wanting to satisfy the crowd... Pilate released Barabbas to them. He gave Jesus over to be flogged, and they handed him to be crucified. What would happen is they would receive another prisoner into their prisons, and they would release a prisoner. And the opportunity came for the crowd, which one do you want us to release? Barabbas was this murderer. Jesus was there to love everyone, to serve, to lay his life down. And the crowd yells out, we want Barabbas, we want Barabbas, we want the pervert, the murderer, the liar, the deceiver. That's the guy that we want back in our crowd. We do not want Jesus. I just wonder in my own life, how many times am I a part of that crowd? I don't want Jesus right now. I would much rather choose sin I would much rather hang out with this group of friends instead of my Jesus friends. I would much rather go these other ways where I don't have to be faced with my Savior, the Son of God. So Pilate releases Barabbas to them and they get what they wanted. They even said, let his blood be on our hands and upon our children as they curse themselves. After this, Pilate hands Jesus over to the Roman soldiers to be flogged. This type of flogging was so intense, the beating was so heavy. The Roman soldiers, in their way of beating, they used this thing called flagellum. They would have these long sticks, and on the end of these sticks were these long tassels made out of leather. And on the end of the tassels were broken pieces of bone and metal. As they would begin to whip Jesus so intensely, the pieces of bone and metal would actually lock in to the flesh and they would begin to rip it out of Jesus. Coming to his face, ripping parts of his face, his eyes, his back, his arms, till there was nothing left. They were able to whip him 39 times. The Roman soldiers were so calculated and how they would beat Jesus. They knew that at 40 lashes, a man could bear no more and would die. So they subtracted one and beat him 39 times. His body would then go into shock 
tremors would begin to go across his face. His body would begin to convulse. Severe vomiting would take place. He would black out to where he couldn't handle it anymore. They also would put a crown of thorns upon his head. And it's not the kind of thorns that we see in our churches today. These were three and a half inch spikes that would go into the skull. It would pierce through the skin, through the skull, to where it was hitting the brain. To where the brain would begin to short circuit. It wouldn't be firing altogether. And he would begin to have mental collapses. He was having brain damage. And they wouldn't just put a crown around. It actually was like an entire skull cap, like a beanie covering his entire head and with sticks begin to beat on top of his head until those spikes were piercing his brain. Jesus would then have to carry the cross beam of his cross, weighed anywhere between 100 to 120 pounds on his raw back. He then had to walk the Via Della Rosa, which was 650 yards, about six and a half football fields in distance. As he would get there, they would place him on this cross and nailing spikes into his hands and putting spikes like railroad ties through his feet. And as Jesus hangs here on this cross, the only way for him to get a single breath of air as his lungs begin to collapse is for him to press on these nails and lift his back up, that raw back as it's sliding up and down this wooden beam, no doubt getting splinters the whole way up and down, up and down, just to get one breath of air to collapse back down again and to press on those spikes again to get one more breath of air. At this point, Jesus cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And with one last breath, Jesus cries out, It is finished. To ensure that he would die, the Roman soldiers took a sword, stuck it in his side. You see, for you, for me, for our sin to be forgiven, it's not just a cute prayer that we pray. It was the passion of Jesus, the suffering of Jesus Christ to save us from our sin. It would have been you, it would have been me that would have nailed him to the cross and I do it every day whenever I choose sin over Christ. I choose sin over my Savior. But Jesus has come that we would have life and have life to the full in him. No matter what sin you've committed in your life, Jesus is here to set you free, to forgive you. He has paid the price. He has paid the price of all of our sin, all of the pain, all of the punishment has been set on Jesus to where you and I, we receive grace. And I hope that you receive the grace of Jesus Christ today. He wants to come into your heart, forgive you of your sin, and set you free to have life to the full. So we're so glad that you were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or your preferred podcasting app. Be sure to rate us so other people can know about the podcast.